Own Your Truth with life strategist Laura T. Real advice for regular people. Now, here's Laura. Hello and welcome to Own Your Truth, where we're talking real advice for regular people. I'm Laura T. Thank you so much for listening. I know there's lots of ways you can spend your time, and I'm grateful you're going to spend the next hour with me. So it's so good to be back. I know it's been a couple of weeks. If you missed the previous episode in which I talked about the retail debacle, and I used retail as a way to talk about the information we're fed as consumers, and um, I offered some lessons on what we can learn from a falling industry, you can catch that replay on the Own Your Truth with Laura T podcast available on iTunes. Just search the show, download episodes, and listen at your leisure. Okay, I mentioned at the start of the season, each month I'm interviewing fabulous people who are really living life their way. And when I thought about tonight's show and realized it was Oscar night, I knew I had to take a different approach to the, the, the episode. So you may remember last year on Oscar night, I mentioned my family and I, we have a little Oscar competition, we make Oscar-themed food, and we watch the red carpet. So it was hard for me last year to leave the fun happening at home and come into the studio. So this year I decided, well, who could I invite on the show who's living life their way and would make coming into the studio as enjoyable as my family's Oscar tradition? And the first person who came to mind was lifestyle guru Penny Lyons. Penny is the owner of Lions Lifestyle. It's really your go-to online resource for tips and tricks on party planning, cooking, food styling, table designs, and all things beautiful. With 35 years of entertaining experience in home design, Penny has been featured on Martha Stewart Living Radio, in New England Fine Living, DC Magazine, Tampa Magazine, and Modern Luxury Datebook, just to name a few. Penny is one of my favorite women to follow on Instagram and Facebook for all things beautiful. From table settings to fashion, from interior design to event planning, Penny has a gift of making the ordinary extraordinary. So, as you know, I like to share how I meet my guests, and I had the honor of working with Penny when I was in real estate here in Fairfield County. And I have to admit, when I first saw Penny in the office, I was intimidated by her sense of style. She's this petite powerhouse with black rimmed glasses, red lipstick, and always a terrific outfit. But any sense of insecurity was immediately washed away when she introduced herself. And just with this wonderful warm smile and natural warmth, um, even though Penny has moved out of Connecticut, I get to follow her career and benefit from her good advice online through social media. And now I get to have her as a guest on the show. Penny, are you there? Laura, hi. I'm so excited to be working with you again. I am so excited you're here. Thank you. Thank you for so joining me tonight. I, I, oh. am, I love this topic, Penny. I know you've described so the Oscars fun. as your Super Bowl. Well, I always have a lot to say. You know that, Laura. I and know. I thank you for inviting me. Well, what you a fun are night. You are welcome. So, let's start off. So, what are you thinking about the red carpet so far? Well, you know, I haven't really been that like knocked off my chair by anything unusual. It's very predictable, I think, very glamorous. Um, not too many things are, oh, my Lord, I can't believe that she wore that or he wore that. So in in that sense, I really love it because I love uh, a glam night that kind of stays on track. 
um, it's, you know, it's the night of champagne, caviar, and gold statue dreams. <laughs> and we want glamour and glitter. And, you know, I just get excited when they interview Wolfgang Puck at the beginning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because he's, he's always, it's always such a pep rally, you know, just a, just an Academy Awards tradition. And he has some fun, fun food this year. Oh, yeah, he is incredible. And, you know, it's just my dream to be there one day. Who knows? You and me both. Yeah, I know. It's just so fun. So, okay, so let's, we we have to talk about, we have to start talking about the the fashion part of it. So, you know, I love your signature red lipstick. Were there any signature styles that you saw on the red carpet tonight? Yes, there definitely were signature styles. Uh, And one of them kind of surprised me, but I thought there were three. One of them was big necklaces. Mm. Another of them was one-shoulder gowns and with with the hair complementary in the old Hollywood wave style, pushed up to one side so that the side that was down, cascading down, was on the open shoulder. Mm. That seemed to be a trend. But the surprising one was sustainable dresses. Ah, right. Yes. So there's a movement called green carpet. So I thought that was quite fabulous. Uh, And so a couple of people mentioned that. Uh, Two people mentioned it in particular. But that seems to be a trend now on the carpet. Sustainable dresses. One of them, and I don't remember who her name was, but it was made by Louis Vuitton. Mm -hmm. And then Sorsha, she had a beautiful dress on. The top was black. It went into a peplum and the bottom was, was light blue. But they said that her black satin top was made off of the same roll of fabric that was used to make her BAFTA dress. So, yeah, interesting. And so So that was a trend. Yeah. When they talk about sustainable fashion, does, is there a strict definition to it? Is it, is it broad? Is it, you know, like what you're talking about using fabric? Okay. Yeah, I think it's broad. The Louis Vuitton one was definitely completely made up of uh, recyclables, completely head to toe. Uh, but this one where they just talked about using the same bolt of fabric for the top of her dress. The other thing that I did read, and I didn't see or they didn't talk about it tonight, was uh, Joaquin. And he is wearing the same tuxedo to every event throughout Oscar season. Oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So from that sort of thing, people are now becoming focused on that in fashion. And we see we see that on the red carpet now. Oh, uh, was it was it Caitlin Deaver with the red dress? I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name correctly. Was she, did, was she the was. one who had the sustainable dress? I think it was, and she had a red satin cape. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And again, yes. I don't yes. know that I'm pronouncing sure. her her name right, um, but I yes. I did see her, and I I had to pull it up yes. to to get the name. Yes. That dress yes. was beautiful. Yes. Yeah, wasn't it beautiful? Yeah, very Hollywood old style. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. Stunning. Okay, so let's talk, and I know you said nothing really stood out to you, but who do you think um, is best dressed, male and female? Oh, well, let's see. I'm going to start with the males. Um, I'm, you know, a very Ralph Lauren, Gadsby girl. I love a man in a traditional black tuxedo. I don't mind if they veer off and do want to do a velvet jacket and an interesting rich color, but I just love the tradition of a tuxedo. So I really loved George McKay, who was from the movie 1917. Um, I thought his his tux was incredibly tailored, 
And the other thing that I'm very particular about when I look at a man in a tux is the bow tie. Mm-hmm. You can definitely tell if someone clips on the bow tie or if it's a gorgeous silk bow tie that they've hand-tied themselves. And that's what I loved about George McKay. He had a gorgeous, small-scale, hand-tied bow tie on. The other person who really looked stunning and beautifully tailored was Sebastian Maniscalco from The Irishman. Yes. He, yeah, he's quite stunning. Handsome. And handsome. <laughs> handsome is my next word to go into Antonio Bantera, who, you know, a killer with a rom- you know, killer romantic accent, right? Right. He it, looked stunning. When you have an accent like that, you can't say anything wrong. Yeah, 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 exactly. Right? <laughs> and, you know, that was it for me for the Black Texas. But then I do have to say my equally uh, as important for me and my husband when we go out, we love a white dinner jacket. Oh. There's nothing more beautiful than a white dinner jacket. So I did love Ryan Seacrest tonight in his white dinner jacket. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great and, and, and different. It was nice to see something yeah. different from the men. Yes. Different yes, and I still agree. classy because there was different yes. and you know, that takes a different turn, which actually, Absolutely. once we talk about best female, we'll get into the the fashion misses. Um, who did you think in terms of females had was best uh, dressed? Well, in the beginning, I wasn't beside myself over anything in particular. And so I was just waiting and waiting and waiting. And the first person I saw was Regina King. Oh, she, she looked stunning. Stunning in Versace. Mm-hmm. Absolutely stunning. I mean, that fit. I mean, to me, the, the outfit is all about the fit. Absolutely. I don't care who what who the designer is, you know, how much it costs, how much it doesn't cost, but it is the fit. And I thought her Versace was so stunning. The color was gorgeous on her skin. Blush, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But then, and no one has said anything about this, but in the background I saw walking, and there was a picture of her, but no one, in, no one interviewed her that I saw, of Catrione Balfi from Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, I thought she looked stunning. She had a big pink silk chiffon overlay cape over a black gown. I did see that. It was very... I mean, you had to really be there for that moment. And I was hoping that someone would grab her and interview her because it was spectacular. And it looked very, very Chanel. And Chanel was really popular on the carpet tonight. Mm. Uh, Yeah, very, very popular on the carpet. Um, But my favorite, I have to say my number one favorite, a gasp worthy was Penelope Cruz and her Chanel couture. Oh, she was beautiful dress. Beautiful Wasn't dress. That beautiful? It was beautiful. Little pearl uh, belt, gorgeous. And what I loved about it is that she even had kind of a vintage shoe. She had oh, like I a didn't beautiful see her vintage shoe. shoe, which looked so. I mean, she was head to toe spectacular. I loved. So I loved that. I loved the dress, and and the, I could have removed the flower in the middle. I thought everything else was oh, stunning. Classic Camellia. I know, I know. I just and and it fit her gorgeous, and she's beautiful. Oh. Um, and I'm like, if we could just pop off that flower, which I know is just oh, a part of the overall so look. <laughs> so, so the, I mean, you know, you've got to have the signature flower there. 
You're right. No, you're I right. Actually, and actually, actually, I have a daughter who's been with Chanel for seven years, so I really know about the signature flower. Well, and that's yeah, what yeah. Ha- that's what gives you the style that I can yeah. only aspire to, honestly, Penny. So, oh, you are always gorgeous in your black tie. I've oh. seen pictures of you on the internet. You're stunning in your black tie with your husband, always. Oh, you're sweet. So with this, we're going to take our first break, and then we'll come back and talk more about style and fashion in the Oscars. Yes, yes. Okay. Welcome back. This is Own Your Truth with Laura T. And tonight we're talking with lifestyle guru Penny Lyons. Before the break, we were talking about the Oscars and the red carpet. And so, Penny, I have to ask you, um, what was the most shocking outfit you saw on the red carpet tonight? This is always, um, this is always a memorable moment because I always think to myself, are we at the Met Gala or are mm-hmm. we at the Oscars? Are we in L.A. or are we in Manhattan? I view them as two completely different fashion opportunities. I agree. So when people just go way overboard, it just it just doesn't do it for me. I think they're two separate opportunities. So, you know, of course, tonight it, it, it wasn't shocking because it was totally expected. But we, Billy Porter, of course. You know, mm. you, you can expect him to him. be avant-garde. Hold your breath. Count on Billy Porter to, <laughs> to enter. Everybody waits for him. And, of course, he always brings it home. And and, and this tonight, year was colorful, and there was a lot to this year's dress. Uh, oh, 24-karat gold. And Jimmy Choo handmade shoes. Yes, yeah. He's got a lot going on. But, you know, it's not shocking because we expect that from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, they mentioned that it was one year ago since he broke the Internet. With, oh, his, with his, you know, the tuxedo dress. So, that you know, it wasn't uh, shocking, but I think it was definitely the most avant-garde. But, and, uh, so I wanted to ahead, ask, what do you think about the style of uh, Billie Eilish coming um, to the Oscars oh, in the Chanel? Okay, so this was, um, like, is it shocking? Is it a fashion miss? Is it a mistake? I was stunned in a not good way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to see opulence. I want to see glamour. I want to see elegance. I want to see Hollywood. Right. So I definitely thought that of the females, she was the biggest oh no. Head to toe in Chanel, super oversized, sees all over the place, green and black hair, three inch black nails. Um, I, you know, I'm all about being outside of the box mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to, you know, sound generational in this, but I, and I realize she is a young hipster and that she's making her mark as a, as a musician, but it's, it was kind of confusing to me because I'm thinking to myself, it's like couture meets street grunged in a very confusing way. Right. The look is, oh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm not trying hard at all. I just showed up at the Oscars. I don't really care what I look like. Kind of merges with, oh, yes, but I have couture on FCCs all over my body. Right. So it, it, does, it just doesn't do it. And she's very sweet and she's very young. She's 18. Uh, but it just, no, it did not do it for me. 
Well, and you know, like you had mentioned, it's about appropriate for the event. And the Oscars is known to be that elegant event. And I think there's a way she could shine her style and still stay yeah. elegant. And I think it's I thought that that, that one was a miss as well. Yeah, a big miss. And and sure. she's Absolutely. so talented. And, you know, you, you don't want to sort of um, force someone into a box that they're not. And yet there is appropriate exactly. for the event. Exactly. But for one second, Laura, I want to go back to the females. Oh, yes. So after I saw Penelope Cruz, I thought, oh, my God, absolutely hands down, right? Then came Margot Robbie, also in Chanel, looking stunning. And the person who always brings it home, Renee Zellweger. Oh, Renee's dress to me. I I stopped. That to me was perfection. I I just I loved everything about it. White beaded Armani Privé. I could see you in that, Laura. White beaded Armani Privé, one shoulder. I love her loose, tousled hair. She always has the most fabulous posture. I'm all about presentation. Anyway, I just wanted to finish with my picks for female. I'm so glad you brought up Renee. I actually have her photo in front of me because it was she was one of my tops. I just it was simple, elegance, stunning, uh, everything about it. Yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, She's consistent with that. She's very consistent with that. You're right. Absolutely. Every time she's on the red carpet, you know that she's going to shine. So so let me ask you, if you were going to the Oscars and had to pick a designer, who would it be? If I was going to the Oscars... When? When you go, um, Penny. When you go. Yes, when I go to the Oscars, let's <laughs> see. Um, I'm going to say uh, Ellie Saab. Ah. I'm going to say Ellie Saab. So one of my all-time favorite Oscar dresses was Halle Berry's when she won the Oscar. Of course. And that maroon. That time, it was like a burgundy. Oh, Beautiful. Stunning. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't realize that, that it, was an, it was an Ellie Saab. Um, I probably wasn't really paying much attention to it way back when. And recently, um, one of my daughters was married in June, and she wore an L.A. Saab. And we started to talk to, uh, you know, the, the bridal shop about it, and they were mentioning all of the all of the L.A. people. L.A. Saab is dressed. I'm like, oh, it's one of my favorite dresses of all times. Absolutely. So it would definitely be Ellie uh, Saab or Zach Poston. Oh, and Zach I love Posen. Zach, yeah, I love he's. I love the way he scales a bodice and fit for mm. small girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think it would be depending upon the you know how what my mood was the night of the Oscars. Did I want to go bling and fabulous and super couture, or did I want to be a little more demure and just go with a fabulous fabric from Zach Poston in a brilliant color? Well fit. You could pull off either of those. I do have to just mention um, your daughter's wedding was featured in which magazine? Um, my daughter's wedding was featured in Nantucket magazine. It, it was. This, it this was daughter. beyond. Any, it was. I mean, just to, totally penny everything about it, oh, and the so dress. And she dream. had multiple dresses, correct? Yes, she had three dresses. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, every and, and every and she's beautiful. Your girls are beautiful, and your son is oh, handsome. Thank you. Um, thank you. In every photo, it was like she just more and more stunning and beautiful. And so, we'll post a link to that on on the website so other people oh, can check that is, out. Uh, yeah, so fun, so fun. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah, it was great. So if you had – so let's go back to our red carpet dream yeah. and you yeah. had the opportunity to be on the red carpet and you could ask um, any question to anyone else on the red carpet. What would you ask and to who would it be? Oh, what would it be? Oh, and who would it be? Let's see. Well, I'm the mother of an actor, mm-hmm. as you know, and I know what the journey entails. And I probably would ask these people, any of these people who finally get it, get to the Oscars, was there any time along your journey that you wanted to quit? Mm-hmm. And why didn't and why didn't you? Great question. What made, what, made, what made you not quit? And then I think the other question, and I've heard many actors be asked this question, um, and it is, what would you say to your child if he or she told you that he wanted to pursue an acting career? That's another great question. What did you yeah. say to your daughter, Brooke? Uh, Brooke told us. Uh, our daughter, Brooke, has been uh, an actress on, on television for 16 years, so it's been a long time. Super successful. I'm going to plug her right Please now. Please do. She's she amazing. One, yeah, one of the stars of uh, Lincoln Rhyme, Hunt for the Bone Collector on NBC Friday Nights at 8. Yay! She, uh, yeah, she, is, uh, she graduated from Yale, and we went out to L.A. to find an apartment immediately upon graduating, and she uh, said to us, uh, I just want you to know there's no plan B for me because mm. if you have a B, you never achieve the A. I love and that. And nose to the grind, and she's been extremely successful, extremely happy. There's nothing she would want to do more than acting. And it's just, you know, in her blood, it's in her veins, and she's had a great career because of that. And she's been on and Magnum P.I. So and I mean, she's been oh, steady yeah, work. Yeah. It's She's amazing. Oh, steady work. Yeah. This year, this season, she's been on The Affair, Magnum P.I. as Magnum's girlfriend. And now she's a forensic investigator on The Hunt for the Bone Collector, Lincoln Rhyme Hunt for the Bone Collector. So she's super busy and she's doing extreme. She's She's been doing well for years. This year is particularly, this season particularly busy for her. And we're so happy to have her on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. They're filming in New York. So oh, that's fantastic. That. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. Okay, so let's come back and bring it back before we have to take our next commercial break. Well, yeah, let's come back sure. and um, talk about um, any fashion tips or trends that you would recommend people could take from the red carpet and sort of bring into our own wardrobes and our day to day lives. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, I I think it's all about glamour, but how do we incorporate glamour in our everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. But I have, I have this motto, why dress up when, why, just, why dress down when you can dress up? Mm-hmm. I personally feel like we've become such a boringly casual society and people dress in neutral colors and, you know, it often comes, it, it comes uh, uh, off as lazy, it's like, is it chick or is it lazy? Mm. And my goal with my lifestyle blog is to inspire people to live beautifully again, bringing back entertainment in your home and living life more elegantly. You know, i.e., bring out your good dish. Why are you saving your dishes for special <laughs> <Right>. occasions? <laughs> Always have flowers in your house. Why, why do you not have flowers until friends come over? 
and, you know, have your friends over for dinner, order food out, but just, you know, let's live elegantly. Write a nice thank you note on your personalized stationery. But um, definitely don't save your special clothes for special events. So I would, I would say, yeah. And, you know, you know me, I would definitely say wear a red lip. I know. Make it look like you're putting effort into your look. And I love that <laughs> quote from Elizabeth Taylor, you know, which you see everywhere. It's like put on some red lipstick and pull yourself together. It's something yeah. as little as that can make a huge difference uh, when you just head out. Huge difference. Huge. So I would say, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money to look you know, you don't have to wear couture clothes, a little red lip, pull your hair back, throw a pair of earrings on, and out you go. Just put effort into it. Great advice. Great yeah. advice. Okay, so we are going to take our musical break halfway through the show. Oh. Um, we, okay. we, we pick an artist of the week. And so this week, I am thrilled to feature Lee Silvestri. He is a regular on the show. Um, and so my listeners have heard his sound before because he really is someone who's near and dear to my heart. And so I like to promote him as often as I can. Um, not only is Lee a talented musician, He's an outstanding person. And so without further ado, here is Lee Silvestri in Lost and Found. Remember asking me what makes a soul? Remember thinking I could will it? Heart of gold, just a lump of coal. I couldn't say. If I were you, I'd take shelter in the sound. And keep the faith when there's trouble. Go and get lost before you can be found. Jump in the deep end, that's what they'll say. Go touch your toes down to the bottom. That and all the other sordid, sweet cliche will get you drowned. Take shelter in the sound Keep the faith when there's trouble all around Take a dive, but remember
things I need, will they change every day? Like look at cards or island weather. Can't wait to tell you that I'm here to stay. If I were you, why take shelter in the sound? Keep the faith when there's trouble. Welcome back from the soothing sound of Lee Silvestri. If you're interested in hearing more of Lee's sound, you can hear him playing across the state. As always, I will post his link to the Facebook page on Own Your Truth after the show. Okay. So let's come back. Uh, for those of you just joining us tonight, I'm with lifestyle guru Penny Lyons, and we are talking all things Oscars style and fashion. So, um, Penny, I want to ask one more question about yeah. um, th the Academy Awards in general. Would you yeah. have a best outfit of all time on, for Oscar night, male oh, and or female? Well, I did mention for females that it would definitely be Halle Berry. Halle Berry. But um, I, I have a couple. The one I think that made such an impression upon me was so many years ago, 1998. Sharon Stone, do you know what I'm going to say? Which one? When the shirt? she showed up. Yes. Ah! Men's shirt, perfectly tucked into a gorgeous lavender Vera Wang satin skirt. She rocked it. She and we all tried to imitate that afterwards. We're all wearing white shirts <laughs> to dress up occasions with silk, you know, silk flowy skirts or long skirts or tight satin skirts. It was risky, but she pulled it off beautifully. With her short hair, I mean, she looks stunning. Yeah. I, I actually pulled yeah. up that photo today because um, yeah. I agree. Oh, oh I did. Because I, I said, well, you know, I've got to be able to talk about some of these past shows. So I pulled up yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, sh and she was it, – it was fantastic. Fantastic. And sort of risky and yet still classy and cool and, you know, uh, oh, again, yeah. Sharon Stone yeah. can pull it off. It yeah, exactly. And then uh, I do love everything Kate Blanchett does. And oh, really another classic. Sixteen Armani Privé, the aqua teal with the three-dimensional flowers over oh. it, all over it. I thought that was stunning, stunning. her. And then another one of my favorites, and I think that she definitely comes across 100% of the time, is Lupita. Oh, yes. And she is stunning. But um, I think the first time we all remember her maybe was in that magnificent red-orange Ralph Lauren with the shoulders. She had a very structured shoulder cape. 
And then the next time we saw her, she was in a completely different look. It was an ethereal, powder blue, flowy, chiffon, Greek goddess. That was my favorite. Yeah. I mean, blow your mind, beautiful. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing, and she's got what if, if it's her stylist or her own personal style. She is fabulous. fabulous. I was in New York City yesterday and saw Oprah, and Lupita was there. And it must be her style because she looked so cool. She had this orange um, skirt on with this sweater. She just she looks fabulous all of the time. Yes, she, she's amazing. I think it's her style. <laughs> One of those people I'm jealous about who can put things together. I'm like, I would never put that together and it looks amazing on you oh i'm so that's so exciting that you saw her yes it was outstanding Mm -hmm. if anyone has the opportunity to go to oprah's vision 2020 tour it is Mm -hmm. outstanding and she has different speakers come on um i guess i'll give a little plug for oprah's program it was it was great it was all day and and fabulous oh so good laura excellent so um let me ask you this. How does your general style, I mean, I've been blessed to be in your home. I mean, your style just flows through everything. How does it influence your fashion choices? Well, you know, it's interesting. I think that people develop their fashion choice as they go through life, don't you think? I do. I do. You see, you see people... Oh, I like I like what they're wearing. Oh, I like how they wear their hair. Oh, I like, and I think that it, it develops at a very young age. Um, for me, it developed at a young age. And who was my idol? Audrey Hepburn. Oh. And so, consequently, you know, I wear black. I wear black all the time, <laughs> and I just love black. I've been wearing black for decades. It's sort of my signature look. And it's funny because we just moved back to New York City after five years in Florida. And all the time that I was in Florida, anywhere I went, if it was a sundress or whatever, I always wore black. And people would stop me in stores and say, so where are you from? <laughs> Do I look like I'm from somewhere else? <laughs> it's really funny. But, um, yeah, I think we all have a style that, that suits us. And it came through some sort of influence or, you know, inspiration. I like a classic style, and Audrey Hepburn was was my idol. Um, I, I've been wearing Chanel classic ballet flats since the '80s. I remember and your ballet flats. I wear them since the '80s, and I wear a black legging or a slim cut ankle trouser and a turtleneck and a ponytail almost every single day. I even my black ties are black. Everything is kind of black. And what's good about that is that. It goes with my non-negotiable red lip, Laura. Ah. It's non-negotiable. So it's hard to work, you know, a lot of different colors when you're wearing a red lip. But, yeah, so it, it works for me. I have Although to... I will tell you. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Oh, well, I will tell you that we moved back to the city, and I thought, oh, I haven't been in the winter in five years. I'm going to get a really warm coat. And I set out to not buy a black coat. <laughs> and I didn't buy a black coat. I bought a rosé, very ro- rose rosé pink uh coat a big teddy teddy bear coat and i walk all over the city in it and i and my husband just laughs if he's with me he just can't get over it you cannot believe the number of people who compliment me even people who are homeless they're sitting there oh i like your coat it's just, wow it's just 
I think because I, I have a pink coat in this in a New York sea of black. That, yeah, it's a good point. That's a good point. It probably makes people feel happy. I think so. I think so too. In the winter. So I know. when you mention Audrey Hepburn, I have to say yeah. she's a style that I admire. And the, her dress in the movie Sabrina, where she goes to the dinner party, I am obsessed with. Like, if I oh. could have that dress remade, like, that dress is stunning. You can do it, Laura. You can do it. <laughs> someday. Someday I will have an event worthy of that dress. Yes, and... right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So oh, I want to point out that ahead. I even bought pink glasses. Did you really? Oh, that's oh, you know War, Warby Parker. You can't go and plug them too. You can't you can't go wrong with Warby Parker ninety nine dollars. You can have like a thousand pairs of glasses. Right? All right, but yes. so Penny, you have to send us a photo of you oh, in your pink glasses and your fabulous yeah. pink coat, and we'll post it yeah. so people can yeah, see okay. you. Awesome. Okay. That's so fun. So fun. Yeah. So listen, you, again, you know I admire your fashion style. On your website, you actually say you have a lot of bloopers. And Absolutely. I just can't even imagine. I haven't seen a single one okay. yet. What would you say okay. is your biggest style or even event blooper? Well, and it's funny because I wrote that blog about bloopers to the 70, at that time there were 745 uh, million millennials. So I, I wrote it as sort of like a little training blog <laughs> for people to, you know, think of these things before you do it. But um, the biggest, I think the biggest entertaining grouper we've ever had was a black tie dinner party uh, for 12 at our house on New Year's Eve. The gentleman came in tuxes. Ladies were all in long dresses. And um, I love candles. I love votive candles. I love regular, I have lots of candles. I love to eat by candlelight, uh-huh. and we had a big crystal chandelier, and I decided that it would be a great idea to put two dozen white balloons around the chandelier and then have all the streamers weaving in and out of the place settings. Oh, cool. And and we had all the votive candles at everybody's place, and everything was fine, and you know, throughout the, I'm going to say, two and a half hours that we were all at the dinner table before midnight. Until midnight came, and our friends, who had just flown in from Harrods of London, bought us poppers. And they gave poppers to everybody, and at midnight, we set the poppers off, not even thinking, and all the streamers, the the poppers went into the fires, of course. Oh, no. The fires, which caught the little ribbons that were weaving around up and all the little fires were going up the chandelier. Oh, no. The chandelier. Oh, no. It was not to be believed. I mean, you have to think of these things. We literally took our champagne, no one spoke, and tossed it onto the ribbons. Literally. Whoa. Water glass. Tossed it onto the ribbons. All I could see was a sea of black arms. Oh, no. And then the little fires were out. The dining room table was floating. Oh, no. Story. And I asked everybody to just go into the living room and that we would resume in a few minutes. And our housekeeper and I, fortunately, we had another set of linens ironed and ready to go, switched the whole thing out, reset the table. Everybody came back and sat down like nothing happened. It was the most bizarre night of my life. Um, even okay, in a so blooper, you stay totally calm. Have to. That's amazing. You know, 
former cardiac nurse. That's you know, that's right. I forgot. Right? I forgot. First life. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you got to stay cool. Got to stay cool no matter what. Well, it makes me feel better that you have bloopers because, again, what I see is just total perfection. And so um, know that I I, I like to hear that that things happen to you as well. Oh, yeah. One of my big things is make sure your oven is big enough for your pan before you cook. (laughs) Another great piece of advice. Fantastic. So we are going, time is just flying. We are going to take our final commercial break and then wrap up tonight's show. And we'll talk about mastery. And speaking of masters, we'll talk about your predictions for Oscar winners tonight. Oh, yeah. Good. Okay. Okay. We'll be. Welcome back. This is Own Your Truth with Laura T. And tonight we are talking with lifestyle guru Penny Lyons. And so, you know, now that we're sort of toward the end of the, the show, I want, I'd love to talk to people about mastery. And so what do you think it takes to master your own sense of style? Confidence. Mm. Confidence. Um, that comes to my mind first and foremost totally confidence and again i you know i want to return to the red lip how many women do you see walking around with a red lip every day not Not many many. (laughs) and most people think oh they'll do it when you know they'll 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 dress up and put a red lip on when they go out for the evening or to some special occasion but i just think that i i wish that that women overall were more confident in themselves uh, I think younger people, younger generations now are, and they can be, you know, interesting in their selections and their choices. But um, yeah, I'm going to just say that it's confidence and presentation, absolutely, and how you present yourself to the world. And when you say presentation, is that both how you look and literally how you present yourself? How do you think about that? Yeah, I think about it um, in posture. Uh, the way the way you walk, the way you you know cower or you don't cower, the way you walk forward and shake someone's hand with authority and strength. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's po- you know it's all of those things, and um, I think it's so important for young women today to to take those things into consideration. I love that advice. Speaking of advice, if you could give your younger self one piece of style or fashion advice, what would it be? Well, I'm going to say probably the same advice that I gave my two daughters when they graduated from college and went off to pursue their careers. And that is, it takes very little to be stunning. Mm. So here's what I think. And also from being a former plastic surgery nurse, uh, good skin, good teeth. You can wear a white gap blouse and jeans and accessories make it all. Look look like a million dollars with a good handbag, a nice earring on, a great shoe, and your jeans and, and your, your shirt can come from the gap. And, just look clean, healthy, and shiny hair. That's the other one. And shiny hair. And yeah, shiny hair. Yep, shiny hair, great teeth, good skin, 
and a big smile and confidence and no one cares what you have on. That smile too, and and I think that as I as I look around and I see so many people looking down and they're on their devices, I think that we're yes. that we're missing that smile, which has such a huge impact on people. Absolutely, and I'm finding that now that we're back in the big city. I bet, I walk, bet. Walk, 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 and people are bumping into you. They're down on the phones, or they're talking. They're talking to. But it is interesting. Also, the elevator, the elevator experience is interesting. To smile, uh, we live in a high rise. We live on the twenty fifth floor of a high rise, uh-huh. and so up and down, up and down. And when you smile, people will smile back at you. It's so true. If you don't say anything and you just keep looking at the lights, they're going to keep looking at the lights. So it, it is interesting in how you present yourself. It's not just about your style. I mean, style in terms of your fashion. It's not right. about your fashion. It's about your whole style, your personality, your body language. And uh, we have two very outgoing girls, so I'm super happy about that. But, yeah, I used to say to them, just great handbag, great shoes, nice watch, great earring, and everything else no one cares about, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm, I love accessories. I mean, people, I, if I don't have earrings on, I feel like I'm naked. Like, it's very bizarre. Yeah, my, family thinks, my family thinks it's yeah. weird. Um, so I absolutely agree. And you know that idea that a smile really is the most beautiful thing you can wear. A smile is the most beautiful thing you could wear. Yeah. Honestly. I always say accessories. Actually, I think I was known for years for my accessories. But accessories, accessories, accessories. You know, it could be a scarf. It could be it, again, again. It, it, it goes back to my point of look like you're putting a little effort into the day. You're right. You're right. So you know, a headband. A headband. Oh, the other night we, we we had a birthday celebration for my husband, and our children are here in town, and they met us at the restaurant. And when I walked in, I had. My hair pulled back in a ponytail, but I have bangs. But I had them pulled back. I had it pulled back with a sparkly silver headband on. And when I saw my daughter Brooke, we just both screamed laughing. She had the same headband on in gold. <laughs> oh, that's so great! Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. It's just funny. Oh, but, so yeah, great! You know, a simple and expensive headband is just sparkly. It's just so easy to buy. It doesn't cost a lot of money, but it just makes you look so little special for the night. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay, so we we can't close out the night on Oscar night without getting your Oscar predictions, at least for the main main, um, awardees, leading role, supporting role um, for male, female, and best picture. Who who are you thinking for actor in a leading role? Okay, definitely Joaquin. No oh, truth about it. Hands down. I hope Brad gets it. I it's hope supporting. Brad does too. A little I birdie mean, told me. On, A little oh. birdie told me maybe. So I don't know if you TiVo'd it, but we've TiVo'd it, and I'll go home and, and watch it. But I um. And so, what about actress in a leading a leading role? I think it's going to be Renee. I agree. I agree. Yeah. She was you, amazing. Someone said this tonight about Renee on the on the on the on the uh, Oscars, and I thought it was so interesting. She her she has, uh, her whole life is outside of Hollywood and all of this stuff. Then she swoons in. She does a, a, a you know a movie. She gets a you know an Oscar nomination for it, and then she goes back to her life. <laughs> being, I think it's 
was in Connecticut, actually, but definitely in a leading role, Renee. Uh, as far as supporting, I'm going to say Laura Dern. I'm going to guess that, Laura Dern. I think she's pretty much won everything. And, oh, since we're, to- since we're talking about fashion, costume design, I was thinking Little Women, but uh, I know the others were also great. I'm thinking I mean, Little Women too. That was exceptional costume design. Yes, I mean, that and that movie was outstanding. Yes. I'm I'm hoping okay. Little Women for um, best adapted, but I know that's a little bit of a reach. Oh, maybe Jojo Rabbit. I mean, there's that's a there's yes. a strong um, that that's a big pool of of great yes great movies there. And, and so, the best picture, yeah. I think it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You do? I just think it is. I don't know why. I just, who do you think it is? So I have um, 1917. And, oh, And so yeah. it was um, – and, and I, I will say I did pick uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for original screenplay. Oh, Okay. Because I thought, I think that um, Quentin Tarantino deserves some recognition. This was an ode to Hollywood. I'd be surprised if he got nothing. Yes. Um, but yes. I just thought what, and my my husband and my son saw 1917 and said it was really out, out, done outstanding. outstanding. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and when I looked at, you know, what other people were saying, it seemed that that would be uh, a clear cut winner. But you never know in these things. Yeah, you absolutely never know, you know, and... You know, Oscars always surprise people because it doesn't necessarily mean everyone who's won everything so far right. will be winning tonight. But we do know that, yeah. And, and that's so what makes it fun. Night. It was so fun. Penny, thank and you so much. The, you have to stay up for the after parties. Of course. Too, when you see them in their second dresses. I mean, that's the best part. That's the best part. I know. I love it. I want to thank you so much for sharing your time and your expertise. Um, please tell listeners where they can find you because I know that um, you've oh, got a lot yes. of great advice out there. Yes. My website is lionslifestyle, one word, dot com. And I'm on Instagram as Lions Lifestyle and Facebook and Twitter and all of that. Uh, follow all Penny, everyone. Follow Easy Penny. To remember. All right. Easy to remember. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Laura, for having me. It again. was so much fun. Thank you for making tonight um, so fun for me. Night. I know. Okay, have All fun right. rest of the night. You too. Okay, good night. Good night. Thank you. And so, um, I, as always, I love to hear your thoughts on tonight's show. And if you enjoyed our Oscar overview on Own Your Truth with Laura T, go to our Facebook page and give feedback. I'd love to hear from you. Um, don't forget, if you miss a live show or want to share this with friends, you can catch replays on the Own Your Truth with Laura T podcast, now available on iTunes. And thank you so much for joining me. We will be back next week. And I am honored uh, to interview power couple Andrew and Kathleen Card. Um, With Valentine's this upcoming week, we're going to talk about love in prayer, politics, and with people. I'm so excited for next week's show. Please join me then. This is Laura T. on Own Your Truth. Wishing you a wonderful week. Hear you next Sunday. Good night.